Rabbit Rabbit. Welcome to July and the best 10 minutes on the radio. It's time for WGBH's Early Edition. Good morning and welcome to the second half of the year. My God, we covered a lot of ground in 2020. I'm Joe Matthew. This is Early Edition on 89.7 WGBH Radio. Broadcasting at 100,000 watts from high atop Great Blue Hill. And of course, here on Facebook Live, where some of our friends join us every day, if not tens of thousands. I'm joined here, zooming in from various locales around New England by Shelby Elathmani and Brendan Deedy, the writers and producers who make this program possible. Andrew's actually here. You just can't see him. He's playing the, uh, the keyboard in the other room, the big radio console. And Karen, we miss. As I saw a number of people remark yesterday, Karen Marshall is off not one. How did she get two weeks off? I don't think you get two weeks off in radio. <laughs> There's no crying in radio. Let's start an investigation. Yeah. yeah we're going to have a little internal investigation here. So it's uh, it's Wednesday. It's the 1st of July. I hope you guys are doing all right. We have 66 degrees in Boston. A little bit muggy out there. You might notice. It's also cloudy, and we're going to do this all over again today. There's no point reading the forecast. The forecast is everything. We're going to get some yeah. clouds, some rain, some fog. We're going to have maybe a little bit of sun pop through, maybe a thunderstorm. It'll be humid. We'll have Henry. <laughs> what it says here on the forecast, cloudy, chance of showers this morning, chance of showers this afternoon, thunderstorm possible. <laughs> Patchy fog this morning, thunderstorms may produce small hail and heavy rainfall this afternoon. Highs what? in the low 70s. What? Good yeah. Lord. Yeah. Nothing. I'm gonna hold on to something. Hey, here's some news though. It'll be sunny tomorrow. Low 80s. Be like, yeah, well, that'll change for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> That's exactly right. Thank you. Yeah. You read this stuff all morning, and then you know, then reality happens. Gerson says it's foggy. I think Gerson's in Spencer. Uh, hey Wayne, how you doing? The second way. So it's Dubois. Okay, Shelby Dubois. You gotta love New England. In some other, you know, in the Midwest, that would be two boys. Hey, Charlie, Adam's asking, what conditioner does Brendan use? That hair. You're the oh. best hair in the business. I got nothing on this guy. Whatever's available. <laughs> By the way, the 4th of July forecast, and Saturday is the actual 4th. I think a lot of people are acknowledging the holiday on Friday. It'll be mostly sunny, low 70s. Actually, could be quite nice. Incidentally, the fireworks started in my neighborhood last night at 7.56 p.m. I am taking note every day now. That was the first boom. What the heck will happen Saturday? I mean, do we even do we even do fireworks? Isn't that sort of anticlimactic now? There'll be Roman candle fights in the streets. Well, that's right. This guy in Southie says he was attacked by roving bands of people shooting fireworks. And if it were me, I wouldn't be laughing. <clears throat> anyway. Let's look at Wall Street this morning. Futures are sinking here. Here, we finished the second quarter with a big old bang uh, yesterday. Uh, market rally, let me see here as I look over at the numbers. The Dow is up 217 points. Futures are down 60 this morning. Even though we got a better than expected report last night from FedEx. Man, they are printing money at FedEx because nobody is going to the store. Uh, but it was the best quarter for the Dow since 1987, up 18%. The S&P 500 was up 20%, the best since 1998. Nothing Even though 47 million Americans are unemployed, nothing makes sense. And I'll tell you what, 
you know, we're not down a thousand points this morning. This thing could keep going higher. The the disconnect on Wall Street will be one of the amazing stories to uh, explore in the rearview mirror. So our Corona update, uh, kind of amazing. I didn't think I'd be saying this this morning. We just had recorded the first day, the first day in which no one died since this started. You can talk about no fatalities, the first death free. It's the first day that one of your grandparents, your aunts or uncles didn't die yesterday in what, three months? March 20th, yeah. Wow. That was the first death, March 20th. Thank mm. you. We got 114 new cases, but no new deaths. They're telling you, don't read into this. This is not a celebration. Don't invite everybody over this weekend. It's not over. But what a great thing to be able to say, huh? Uh, we are also uh, exempting travelers from a number of states, basically in the region, New England states, as well as New York and New Jersey, exempting them from our 14-day self-quarantine advisory, which I'm just guessing nobody was, was anyone yeah. doing that? The no. suggested <laughs> quarantine. That wasn't yeah, enforceable what? by penalty or fines. It's interesting, you know, Governor Baker yesterday was talking about this major constitutional issues by when it comes to restricting travel between states. You kind of can't do that when you're a governor, at least. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and all this, even as our progress comes, even as the U.S. announces a single day record nationally for the fourth time in a week, more than 48,000 cases. That is the most we have seen on any day yet. You think we're over the hump and beyond the surge? Worst numbers yet yesterday. That's nationally, not here. Officials in eight states, Alaska, Arizona, California, Georgia, Idaho, Oklahoma, South Carolina, and Texas, all announced single-day highs yesterday. Anthony Fauci was testifying in the Senate. Yeah, he says cases will double to 100,000 a day if you don't start wearing a mask. Did you hear him or see him yesterday? He sounds tired. I saw I saw sad. part of his uh, his testimony, and yeah, you did. Yeah, does he not seem dejected? He's his whole tone and posture is different than it was a month or two ago. He must. Be... Yeah, I couldn't tell if I was projecting my own feelings Re onto really. Him yeah, as the expert, but yeah, no, yeah, I think he he must be. I mean, he's talking. Oh, no one's been listening to you. I, yeah, <laughs> it's what you work all your life for. and But to see the mask thing cares. become political, he must be really struggling with that. This hasn't happened in any other country. Incidentally, it was right after early edition yesterday we learned that the EU has put out reopening guidelines for travel. They're going to let people in from pretty much every country except ours. The U.S. Americans are not allowed in Europe. With the scourge of the world right now when it comes to like this. us, Brazil, and I think Russia, maybe. Yeah, that's we're keeping good company. Yeah. Uh that's incredible. Well, by the way, and I was hearing reports coming in. The Parisians, the Romans, they want us, they need Americans to make money. This is not a political thing. This is a scientific thing. Jeanette says uh, Fauci should be tired and sad. I can't imagine being ignored by the administration and watching people die. Uh, right, definitely. Uh, it's disgusting here in Miami, says Joanne. People won't pay attention to reality. Ooh. I'll tell you what. No one's going to listen to the advisory, says Shelby, the other Shelby. Rhode Island stopped me <laughs> every day on my way home as an essential employee. They were stopping people at the border. Wow. 
Boy, there's a lot to go through here every day, isn't there? Trump's MAGA cult is only in America, says Philip. Holy Jesus, Brendan. <laughs> Because right. oh, he saw I, the hair. I, I look like know. Jesus. Okay. I definitely don't act like him. I'll <laughs> tell you that right now. He's not wearing robes or sandals right now either, Philip. So uh, the FDA was out with vaccine guidelines yesterday. You'll hear more about that from NPR. The mayor of Miami, speaking of, by the way, has finally banned lap dances. What? Just now? Just now. There was apparently a loophole because it was referred to as a performance as opposed to the rules that were that were put out for, you know, whatever the, we call these clubs. So funny, the, the whole concept of a gentleman's club. But yeah, yeah they were masked up and gloved up. Can you imagine a more ridiculous scenario? And now they are not allowed to do it at all. You've got to be six feet apart. Uh, major story here this morning. It'll be our top story coming up in the news at five. Boston will remove the statue, the Lincoln statue. This may have seemed uh, inevitable, but it happened pretty quickly, didn't it? Yeah. This is the one of Lincoln standing over the freed slave. It's not the only one of its kind. There's one like that I used to see all the time in Washington, D.C. as well. Same exact design. There are, you know, copies of it. This is, by the way, the same day the governor of Mississippi signed the law to remove the Confederate symbol from its state flag. Things are happening in this country. Faneuil Hall reopens today. Uh, and I mention that only because there's been a huge move to rename Faneuil Hall because of the the history of its namesake, mm -hmm. but they're reopening at 11 a.m. That's a lot of gathering, isn't it? How are we going to do that in the food stalls in there? Quincy? Yeah, those, they're, yeah. that hallway is like barely six feet wide. I don't get that. Yeah, yeah. I don't. And and the people working there are going to be yeah, the... on top of each other, basically. That's true. Um, <laughs> they're going to have a couple of street performers out to mark the occasion at 11. They're, most vendors, they say, most of the stalls will be open. It's a street performers hmm. welcoming a bunch of people crowding together. To, yeah, what is uh, what is this Miami? This I, makes absolutely no sense. I think we ought to have a reporter go down there today, masked up, and see what the heck's going on. Okay, last one. Here's your dessert uh, for the day. Tom Brady Ugh. responds to Julian Edelman. Did you see the response? No. So Edelman tweets, you know, Cam Newton. We've got this new quarterback coming up. He's going to be the new, uh, the new and improved Tom Brady. Uh, Julian Edelman, of course, he's been feeling pretty lonely since Tommy and the Gronk left. He uh, he went online yesterday, went on social media with a picture, all all doctored up, photoshopped of, of Cam in a Patriots uniform, and there's Edelman, and they're they're taking care of business. And he writes Newton, Massachusetts, and wrote it in the same uh, font as the town. Hashtag Let's Work. Tom Brady replied. I will always be your number one. So weird. Hmm. Ironically, Brady, Brady live in Newton. I don't know. I could be wrong with that, but still, yeah. He was a Brookline guy. Yeah, Brookline, right next door. Okay, yeah. But my guy, you know, it's like we well, shouldn't have left. Sports. <laughs> you can't break my Adam heart. Adam with the line claim, of the day. Yeah. Rest in peace, Durgan Park. He writes. So glad you didn't have to see this. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you could. That could mean a lot of things. Happy birthday. Days today. By the way, Princess Diana. I don't know if that name actually resonates with you guys at what age the cutoff is. Somewhat. Well, Princess Diana would have been 59 years old today. Just an absolute uh, larger than life, you know, figure back then. Liv Tyler's 43. Still to me looks like Steven Tyler. Missy Elliott's 49. Pamela Anderson. What do you think, Andrew? You got anything? 
Pamela Anderson is a 53-year-old this morning. Carl Lewis, 59. Dan Aykroyd is 68. David Prowse, the guy who wore the Darth Vader outfit in those original movies, is an 85-year-old man and could still kill us with his bare hands. Big bodybuilder guy. And this morning, we remember one of the fathers of the blues, the great James Cotton, who played harp for both Howlin' Wolf and Muddy Waters before starting his own band. I'll never forget when my dad gave me this record. He was born on this day in 1935. Take care of each other. We're just getting started at WGB. Support for WGBH's early edition comes from you and DCU, offering auto loans on new and used cars, trucks, and SUVs. You can calculate your prospective monthly loan payment and learn more at dcu.org. What will DCU mean to you? Insured by NCUA, membership required. And Firefly Health, committed to helping you transition to the new normal at work by offering return-to-work services, including physical and behavioral assessments and daily screenings. Learn more at firefly.health slash return to work. 